0: could come into the house of God tonight aren't you thankful for the presence of God we're feeling in this place let's worship God here for a minute let's give God the praise for what he's done You would turn into your Bibles this evening to Luke 1 and 67. So thankful for the Word of God we've been hearing around here. Wonderful teaching from Pastor Reagan, and want to apply that Word that we hear, apply it to our lives. Luke 1 and67, and his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, "Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for He hath visited us, visited and redeemed His people, and hath raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of His servant David." As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to redeem his holy covenant. Let's ask God to move in our midst tonight as the word goes forth. Let's worship God here for a minute. I need you today, Jesus. I need today, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, You may be seated here. Luke 1 and verse 69 says, And he hath raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. We read this scripture text. It's talking about, or it's talking about Zacharias, the father of, of John, that was the forerunner of Christ. The man that would come proclaiming that the one come, is, is coming after me which is greater than I. It's talking about his father was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited, visited and redeemed his people and hath raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. We read this scripture and we read that God redeemed his people by raising up a horn of salvation. If you take that word horn, the horn in the... Was a symbol of, of strength. A symbol of courage. The horn of an animal is the thing by which it uses to defend itself. To fight off against the enemy that attacks it. It is that horn that is stands between them and death. It is that horn that keeps them from the prey that would come and kill them. And would make them something that would they would eat. The horns were used to keep them self or the animal safe god raised up a, a defense against sin he raised up a horn of salvation he raised up something whereby which we can be saved something that can save us from our sins something that can keep us from going to hell something that can allow us to to commune with god that can allow us to have his salvation in our life God raised up a defense against sin. It was His salvation. If I could put a title on this sermon tonight, it would be, "I have seen salvation." Luke 2:27 and 20 through 32. And he came by the Spirit unto the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law. Then took he up in his arms, and blessed God, and said, Lord, now letteth thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. We read this story of a man, man that came to the temple. He came by the unction and the power of the Holy Ghost to the temple that day. He would come. He was visited. He was an old man. He was continually looking for the coming of the Messiah. We as a church have to continually be looking for the coming of God. We cannot become complacent in our walk with God because we do not know the hour nor the day that God will appear. We cannot be complacent, but we we have to continue daily looking for the coming of God. But it says this man came to the temple he was looking for something he was looking for that salvation that was promised to israel that salvation that was promised from the time adam and eve was cast out of the garden more or i should say the time from the time as it says in john in the beginning was the word from the beginning of time he there was that promise he was looking for that promise that was promised to israel He came looking and he came into the temple. And we know the story of how Jesus was brought to be dedicated into the temple. And he was brought, and that man saw him. He saw this this child, he saw this, this baby that was born in a manger. To most probably seemed like just another baby. But he saw that baby and said. I see the salvation that God has promised. I have seen the fulfillment of the promise of salvation to the world. Simeon looked and he saw this child. He saw this child that he knew. That God had sent. God had come down to be robe himself in flesh. He had come to die for the sins of mankind. He had come to be the salvation. He had, been, or he had come to be that horn of defense. He had come to be the salvation of the world. He came to save one such as I. The salvation of the world being Jesus. It was that promise of salvation that was given to every one of us. Peter or Acts 2 and 38. We all can quote it. Hopefully. If not, you need to start working on it. But Acts 2 and 38. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins and ye shall receive The gift of the Holy Ghost. For that promise is unto you and to your children. That promise. That is to every single one of us. That promise that God has given us. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to those that are far off. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. God wills that everyone should be saved. God wants you to be saved. God does not want to see you go to hell, but you've God's got to take something from you. It's got to take a willingness to keep coming to God and saying, God, I need a little more of you. God, I don't want to fall short of your glory. Because you came and you died for me, you raised up that horn of salvation, that defense against sin, that defense against the things that will drag me down, brother Riggan. Those things that will send me to hell. You had a defense for it. You had something that would keep me from doing these things. Because we can't do it by our own strength. We cannot do it by our own might nor by our own power. But it's through the Holy Ghost. It is. Through Through the power of God. But the promise of the Holy Ghost is for you. If you don't have the Holy Ghost. Here in this place tonight. That promise of salvation. Is for you. God wills that everybody should be saved. But it takes you coming to God. And saying God. I need something from you God. I'm repenting of my sins. God I'm sorry. For what I have done. God I need you. In my life. That promise was not just for the Gentile. Or the Jews. But it was for the Gentiles. Acts 28 and 28. Be it known therefore unto you. That the salvation of God is sent. Unto the Gentiles. And they. Will hear it saying that the Gentiles would have a hunger, the Gentiles would have a desire to have God, to have a desire to hear God, to hear what God sent as the, hear the plan of salvation, that they could apply it to their lives, that they could be saved. Salvation is not just for the Jews. Jesus told the lady at the well that salvation would be poured out on all flesh. Salvation is for every single one of us. You just have to have a desire to get something from God. If you're in the house of God tonight. If you're in His presence. If you're under the sound of my voice. Or if you're in the Kansas City area. God Wants you to be saved. God would will that you would have be saved. But all you've got to do is come to him and ask. All you've got to do is come to him. And pour out your heart to him. And ask for forgiveness. And ask for mercy. Acts 16 and 16. And it came to pass as we went to pray. A certain damsel possessed with a spirit of Divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, "This, these men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. These men are the servants." Of the most high God. Which show unto us. The way of salvation. This damsel was following him. Calling. Making a great ruckus. Saying these words. That these men are the one. That you should look for. It disturbed Paul in his heart. And he turned around. And he rebuked that spirit. But I could be wrong brother Riggin. But to me it's that that damsel was crying out for help. She was crying out for help she wanted something from God But those that are hungry, those that want something from God are going to have something inside of them that is going to be crying out, I need something. I may not know what it is. I may not know where it's going to come from. But I need something from God. I need some help in my life. I need something to help me to do something in me that I cannot do on my own. But she was saying, these men are the, the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Luke 3 and 4, as it is written in the book of the word, words of Isaiah, the prophet saying, The voice of one crying, crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight, every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and every hill shall be brought low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways shall be made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Then said he to the multitude that came forth to be baptized of him, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come, But he's saying the way will be made straight. The valleys will be made low. There's a voice in the wilderness crying, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. There's people out there that are hungry. That are searching for something from God. But they're looking for somebody that's willing God is looking for somebody that says, here I am, I'll go out and I'll find that person that is crying out, that is hungry for something from God. As we've been hearing from Pastor Riggin, that we've got to try to reach our world, that we've got to try to reach lost souls. That we've got to try to reach those people that are hungry, that are thirsting, and searching for this word. On the day of Pentecost, they were all in one accord in one place. They were searching for something. They were searching for that thing that God told them to go waiting for. He told them to go wait on the comforter. But while they were there, they were doing something. Brother Regan, they were preparing. They were getting ready in prayer. They were getting ready for that comforter. We've got to have a willingness to be preparing for what God is going to do. We have to have a willingness to get ready to work with everything that we've got to further the kingdom of God. We've got to have a willingness to work to see the kingdom of God furthered but it's going to take something from you it's going to take a determination in your spirit to say no matter what comes against me no matter what weighs me down i'm gonna keep pushing i'm gonna keep reaching for people that are hungry i'm gonna keep trying to see somebody saved my friend if you're here tonight and you don't have the holy ghost i'm here to tell you that god is willing to give it to you today god is willing to fill you with the wondrous glorious gift of the holy ghost god is willing but you've got to have a heart that says god i need you in my life god i'm sorry for what i've done god i need you god i am hungry We read in the Bible the stories of people that had a hunger for the things of God, had a hunger for God, and it never fails if they had the right attitude when approaching God, if they had the right spirit spirit if they had a desire for God God was always willing God was willing to give it to them they had to make the things right in their life but God was willing God is willing to give you the Holy Ghost God sees what you're going through God sees where you're at in your life God sees the situation that you're in god it may not seem like there is any way out of that place that you're in but i'm telling you there's a god that can bring you out there's a god that can deliver you from sin there's a god that can deliver you from captivity Church, you can think back on where God brought you from. That there's people in that same place. There's people that are hungry. There's people that are searching for something that they can't quite find. But they just need that lighthouse. They just need that person, that right person that will come by and say, let me tell you about God. Let me tell you about what God has done for me. Brother Weems, you can tell somebody, this is what God has done for me. This is what God has done in my life. Brother Hilton, you can say, I was raised in church, but this is what God has done for me. Every single one of you has a story. Every single one of you has a testimony that needs to be told. Told. Every single one of you has something inside of you that God can use. You may say, I'm shy. I'm not very good at talking. But if you allow God to use you, if you allow God, To work in your life. God can use you to save souls. God can use you to draw people in to the house of God. Let's stand tonight. But you've got to have a willingness. You've got to have a desire. You've got to have a hunger in your heart. god if you can use anything god i'm just a rank and dirty sinner god i'm undeserving of your glory god i'm undeserving of your mercy but you see my heart god you see my desire To come into your presence and say, God, I need the Holy Ghost. God, I need you in my life. These altars are open here tonight. That if you have a hunger in your heart, if you have a hunger for God to change your life, you just got to come up here to the front, raise your hands to God and say, God, I need you. If you have a desire to do something for God, if you have a desire to reach the world with this gospel, you got to cry out to God, God, here's what I've got, God, here's what I can offer. Use me for your service. Use me for your will. God, I need a little more of you. God, I can't do this on my own. God, I have a desire and a hunger for the things of you. I have a desire to be that voice that is crying out in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord.